What's up? This is Elia Einhorn. Welcome back to the Talk House Podcast. Listeners, if I sound a little bit different, it's because I am sitting backstage at the one and only best music festival in the world, Pitchfork Music Festival 2018. I'm in a trailer here. This is our fourth year bringing the Talk House Podcast to Pitchfork Festival to record artists playing the fest in conversation right here on site. You might remember talks between Brian Wilson and Carly Rae Jepsen, Kamasi Washington and Thundercat, Lauren Mayberry of Churches, and all three Heim sisters. That's the kind of stuff we do here at Pitchfork. But listeners, the fruits of our labor here will be heard in future weeks. That is not what today's episode is about. Joining me from TalkHouse's hometown of New York, from the WNYU studios, Nick Dawson, editor-in-chief of film. Welcome back to the program. Thank you, sir. And welcome to everybody listening. Chicago, New York, Bombay. Shouts. Taiwan. Yeah, everywhere. Around the world. No, wait, I don't want to have to license that. Okay, listen, we have (laughs) a very cool show for you today. This was recorded just after I jumped on a plane to come out to the festival. Nick, you and our producer, Mark Yoshizumi, ended up backstage at The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon at 30 Rock, sitting down with none other than David Diggs and Black Thought. This was a pairing that I'd really been trying to make happen. And magically, both guys were going to be at The Tonight Show at the same time. After it was done, they just sat down and had a really cool conversation. I'll tell you what really struck me about this pairing you put together, Nick, is that these two, both Black Thought and David, are directly responsible for changing, A, what hip-hop can be, and B, the perception of hip-hop in the mainstream. David Diggs, of course, coming out of Hamilton, he originated the roles of both Jefferson and Lafayette and leads the fantastic sub-pop band Clipping. Grammy Award winner, Tony Award winner, on his way to an EGOT. That dude is gonna EGOT. In conversation with him, the one and only Black Thought, co-founder and lyricist of The Roots. This is a dude who was already a hip-hop legend before they landed the gig as house band for The Tonight Show. This is the first time a hip-hop group has ever been the house band on a major show, and it has just broken open the perception of hip-hop in America. It's so cool to see. Yeah, and of course, Black Thought, in the news somewhat recently, If you ever doubted his chops, he is the man behind what I think is the greatest freestyle of all time. We're going to social this. Head over to our Twitter to check out a link. Now, Nick, the reason these two dudes got together and literally walked straight off stage at The Tonight Show and back into the green room for this talkouts conversation is David's fantastic odyssey of a movie that took 10 years to come together and is finally out. Yeah, Blindspotting is excellent. It was one of the opening night movies at the Sundance Film Festival this year. It was co-written, co-starring, co-produced by David Diggs with his best friend, Rafael Casal. It is a really impactful, thoughtful, provocative movie. It's funny. It's serious. It's, it's got it all. Right. This is going to be a very, very hot film. Now, Black Thought has also just released some new art. He's got a new LP that only has five songs, Nick. Five songs. The paradigm is shifting, my friend. What is an album? Who knows? Who knows? Kanye's dropping records left and right that are all seven tracks. Is it a mixtape? Is it a record? Is it a bird? Is it a plane? (laughs) No, it's Streams of Thought, Volume 1. That's what it is. And that is very exciting because it implies that there are many more volumes to come. And they talk about in their conversation the fact that this is going to be a big year for Black Thought. 
very, very exciting. The guys chop it up about a lot here. One thing that was really notable for me was this sort of Oakland film explosion and how similar it is to what happened with music in Philly in the 90s. Right. In Oakland right now, you have David and Raphael, the team behind Blindspotting. You have Boots Riley doing Sorry to Bother You. You have Ryan Coogler, who's just blowing up right now with, you know, Creed and Fruit Rail Station and, of course, Black Panther. And that's just the start. Right. We hear all about the rad stuff popping off in Oakland. They also get into a lot of the granular elements of being such prolific artists. One thing that was fascinating to me was hearing the guys discuss their difficulties with work-life balance. Yeah. How do you have a career and a personal life? How are you happy with what you do and with the people around you? It's a real challenge. We also hear a fantastic story about what John Malkovich does between takes. Yeah, I won't spoil it for you, but <laughs> I, I have done this a lot too, and I'm no genius like that man. We also hear about how Black Thought had always disliked musicals until he saw Hamilton. And how he's modeling his 2018 on a legendary artist's prolific output from almost a century ago. <laughs> I love that. Plus, David talks all about his love of outlandish fashion. And how Oakland accents are kind of a turn on for him. Should we roll the tape? Let's roll the tape. What up, man? <laughs> What's up? What's up? What's going on? Oh, man. You know, running around right here doing your show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, which is like, you're almost, out of, you're not a permanent fixture, but you're definitely a, a Tonight Show regular. It's like, for me, it's a chance to wear like the most outlandish suit I can it, find. It, it really is. <laughs> but I saw you the other night at that premiere and you had on, you know, oh, yeah. you had on something pretty, pretty juicy. I know, we be going in. <laughs> I, my, my stylist is a, you know, I, I basically all gave him a permanent green light. I was yeah. like, if you think I could pull it off, let's do it. And so we just, I don't know. I like having fun. Not as dope, man. Yeah, man. I love it. You know, I'm a peacock too. Yeah, yeah. But um, it's crazy because uh, I also saw Boots, uh, you know, about a week ago. Because he's like promoting his his film as I well. Know. We just ran into each other in like the bottom of a radio station. You know what I'm saying? Like just oh, right, on the right. press tour. We were shooting at the same time. Like, yeah. crazy. It's, this is a great Oakland. time for, for Oakland, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the Bay, y'all doing it up. It's, uh, I was telling uh, Raf the other night, this is like, you know, uh, this is this is the Bay the Bay Renaissance. Yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, it, on yeah, on every level, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, from Coogler to what you guys are doing to, you know, so many indies. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah, uh, man. Does uh, it feel like like late 90s Philly? You know what I'm saying? I mean, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, <laughs> I mean, you know, it definitely... It it feels like a, a movement, you know what I'm yeah, saying? It yeah. feels like a wave. Um, I wish something like this was taking place in Philly, uh, yeah. you know? I just remember musically from being across the way and hearing like you and Bilal and yeah. Erica and all that, you know what I'm saying? It was just like, oh, they doing it yeah, over there. Yeah, man, we all came from the same, uh, you know, we had a residency, like a, a jam session that we would do and everyone sort of came came through, you know, those, uh, like rose up through those, those ranks. Yeah, yeah. All those guys and uh, John Legend. That's right. And... Kindred and yeah, you said Jill. Erica will be yeah, there yeah. a lot. Um, Jasmine Sullivan. Jasmine Sullivan was like eleven oh or twelve God. years old. She must have and been. like her parents would have her mom would sneak her in to the club, <laughs> you know, and just like stay right on her because you know yeah, it was yeah. like a twelve year old girl in the club. And but once she got on a mic, like she would, it was so dope, man. It was just a beautiful time in Philly. And That's um, crazy. man, who else? Music, Balaya. That was just. Good, good time. Because, you know, that stuff was 
was big for us in the Bay. I remember, you know, being in high school and listening to all that stuff. Everybody had all the parties. Oh, you got to hear. Oh, you got to hear. Oh, you got to hear. There was some like, there was some synergy going on for us with with Philly music. You know, I've always felt like Philly and Oakland are like sister cities, brother cities anyway. Yeah. And my wife, my wife is from the Bay. Her family's off from the... Yeah, so, you know, we talk about that a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know, the the parallels between Oakland and, and Philadelphia. Yeah. Freeway talks about it a lot in his most recent album and he spent a lot of time with the Jacko before he oh, died yeah, yeah. did a lot of projects yep. together so I, yeah there's there's something about it man it really is <laughs> yeah right so yeah man this um this this new film you got man is 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 crazy it's it's crazy yeah like I'm 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 super proud and uh you know I was definitely moved when I watched it I felt uh, yeah, I, I feel like it runs the gamut of of emotion yeah you know um, I felt like I laughed at the funny stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like I cringed at the stuff that was cringeworthy, <laughs> yeah, and, you know. Yeah. It also hit hit my heart, you know. Um, and in in all of your performances, you know, especially yours and Janina's and yeah, and, yeah. and Raphael's, yeah, man, crazy, man. It, you know, I mean, doing a thing with family like that, that's been, yeah. it took us so it took us ten years to get the thing done, and uh, and when we finally get to do it, having. Like we didn't know Janina before. She actually oh, wow. auditioned for the thing, but she made her audition. We didn't know her, but oh, she wow. she was good friends with Utkarsh, yeah. who was in it, who like slid her the script, and she was like, "I have to do this." No, she's the homie, man. She's, so, I know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's like also like because Janina's in it, like every famous person in the world comes to ours. You know what I'm oh, saying? Right, she's right, like right, the right. best publicist in the world. That's she knows true. everybody. That's very true. But, she's a draw. Yeah, yeah. But she came in an audition and did this thing. We saw a bunch of great actors for that role, and she came in and did it totally different. She played it as a woman who had her mind made up that she was not going to be part of this relationship anymore. Mm-hmm. And I remember doing the audition with her, and there's a scene we had done like ten of them that day, and every and every time the scene ended with this like long lingering hug, and like some sort of like wistful look into each other's eyes. You right. know, Adrienne comes in, she like does like a half a second hug and just walked out the door. <laughs> and like right. I was left there feeling like damn what yeah, like that felt real like, and we were like oh that's it she yeah. she understands this character better than we do uh, nah, nah. <laughs> you know? it really it really came off man and uh it was written well like all of the pieces you know like the the spoken word yeah, man. you know sort of pieces it was just super impactful man well you so. you came into our bars workshop yeah, right, like yeah. early on so you know like sort of the that this is the kind of work we've been interested in for a yes, long time. Yeah. You know, we're all, we're always sort of constantly figuring out, trying to figure out new ways to to use verse in yep. spaces like contemporary verse in spaces where it's not normally used, and in spaces where it can feel like conversational. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like not like it's time for the rap song now, right, yeah, but nah. like how can we weave it into the fabric of of existence like it was for us growing up? Kind yeah. of. You know what I'm saying? Like. I, I don't know. I assume it was like this for you because you because you got just <laughs> when we did the damn VET awards, bruh, and uh, you hadn't decided what verse you were gonna do yet. Oh right, right. And we're sitting in the dressing room, and you just ran through like. Ten different sixty fours <laughs> while we were sitting there, and me and Lynn were just like, "I don't know that much rap. I don't. I don't know. There are not that many words in my head. Period. Oh, but like, you know, when we came up, there was like." You would be talking, and then someone would start like yeah. the you know someone would start rapping, and you jump into that, and then you go back to conversation, exactly. and like yeah, and it felt real real organic, yeah, you know, which is uh, I mean that's that's the 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 subtle new like that's the delicate balance, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean that um 
for me personally, there's always been a turnoff uh, to musicals. Right. Well, you know, like I, I don't, I, I've never really gotten into musicals because it just feels like you know it comes just out of nowhere yeah. and it just doesn't feel like uh, the musical bits sort of come together right. in an organic way. You know I what I mean? Yeah. Um, Hamilton was one of the first times that I actually was like, yeah. I appreciate you know what I mean I mean I, I seen joints back in the day like you know ain't misbehaving yeah, and, yeah. you know I don't know mama I want to see you know what I'm saying like bluesy <laughs> gospel sort of plays yeah. and I always got into that sort of stuff yeah, yeah. but um just like your Broadway traditional sort of musical yeah. or um even stuff on film you know what I mean mm -hmm. I just I never really got into it before Hamilton but this was uh I, I feel like it was it was expertly uh written it was dope thank you man yeah yeah there's all I I felt the same way mo about most musicals yeah. where to me there's always some sort of conceit you have to just accept that this thing that's totally outside of the yeah, realm exactly. of possibility happens every four minutes right, right, right. <laughs> like like people are just going to start singing and it's not connected to the fabric of the play at all there's at no all. reason that they should be doing that yeah. but they are um but then the ones that really get it right are the ones that feel like where where it's necessary right where, right, right. where the story couldn't have been told any other way so i don't know uh what's the new the the newest album is so good. Man. Thanks, bro. Thank it's you. So man. so good. It's, it's crazy. I think is what I think is crazy is that um it's five songs. I know. And that's and, a thing now. Yeah, it's a thing. <laughs> like the 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 model, the standard, it's changed. It's like yeah, you know, I love it. Yeah, you know, anything was, over fifteen minutes, you know, is you you've got an album. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. It's kind of wonderful. I don't yeah. know. I'm loving it. I love the short projects. Cause it, it it's repeat worthy. It's yeah. like a thing that you can be like, I'm gonna listen to this again right now. Exactly. Actually, like I'm not gonna wait till tomorrow. I'm yeah, gonna play no. it right now. Exactly. Like I, I appreciate it for the same reasons. It's um you know the way people are sort of receiving uh, just uh, media yeah. now has evolved into something totally different, and people want you know something that's more digestible. Yeah. Now, but at the same time, they don't want to have to sacrifice the density or the, you know, the exactly. musicality of a project. So that's the challenge is to take your audience or, you know, the listener, yeah. the viewer on that same, you know, on as many twists and turns yeah. in just, you know, a quarter of the, of I know, the time. I know, the amount of time, I know. I was thinking about, because, you know, we were talking about P-Funk earlier on their show Hell and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. And yeah. like some of those albums, when you think about it, well, also the constraints of two sides of a record, right? right? I mean, right. albums in general used to be shorter yep. and used to have to, if you were doing something that was high concept, you had to figure it out based on two 15-minute sides, exactly. basically, right? Which is, I think, a cool way to think about it. My band Clipping thinks about music like that a lot, too. Oh, about like in in sort of the, the length of of a story, like what can this story actually hold? How much music can this story actually exactly. hold? Exactly. You know? Yeah, yeah. So it's a it's a cool way. It's nice to see other people think about it. That yeah, way too, I mean, yeah. you know, that, that's 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 the move. Yeah. But so, um, yeah, we put that joint out. Um, it was super well received. It's so good. And uh, it's just like it's volume one. So I've got a lot of, a lot more music to put out. So. You like been one of the best rappers for, <laughs> since I don't since the first time I ever heard you know I, uh, Do You Want More was the first project I ever heard you on and I was oh, like thanks, this man. is the this is the this dude is unbelievable and you've only gotten better I don't know anybody who that's true of every time <laughs> I hear a verse of yours it's better than the last one like I don't know is there what's the rigor of that <laughs> oh, man it's uh I don't know first of all thank you but I like to you know I feel like I, I challenge myself every every time you know out yeah and um 
if I'm sort of, if I feel like I'm unable or like I'm, I'm incapable of uh, of uh, sort of rising and, and, and raising the bar, even just a little bit, yeah, yeah. then I'd rather not mess with it. You know yeah. what I mean? I feel like I'm so dug in and I, you know, like my track record is like I'm good. So yeah. if I'm, if it's not adding on to the legacy, then you know, what, what am I doing it for? Yeah, I hear you know that. what I'm saying? And what I'm like right now, I feel like uh, uh, I'm entering. So like this year, like the amount of, of, of music and the amount of, 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 of music Media that I'm sort of trying to put out yeah. in a year's time, I think is going to uh, represent my is is, is going to be a period comparable to Picasso's 1932. Damn, you know, which is like um, <laughs> from January to December, he put out just in 12 months so many different drawings and etchings yeah. and sculptures and you know just so many uh, series like conceptual series yeah, yeah. Uh, where you see like a reoccurring theme that um, I mean it's amazing. It's like it's more than you know, most artists put out in their entire yeah. you know, careers. So um yeah, I feel like this is my nineteen thirty two as as That's a follow so up to uh to that freestyle from last year. Are you mm -hmm. right? And are you are you thinking of you was that a conscious decision? Like no, I'm gonna no, do that. It's no, just the not, way it's not working really. Out. It just um you know I needed to follow up that that appearance with with something. Yeah. And um, I felt like you know I could have just maybe done the rounds. I could have just went around and said, okay, I'm gonna go out to L. A. now and you know do the same thing on a radio show out there. And I'm gonna you know what I'm saying like just do more 15 minute, 10 minute freestyles or whatever. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. I decided to sort of uh, uh, speak to what I was getting from my fans, yeah. which is like, yo, whatever happened to all these different projects that you said were coming out? Like, yeah. you've announced yeah. stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? There have been, like, you know, photo shoots and all sorts of stuff, I but uh, we've, we've never sort of received the music. I've even put out singles, yeah. and then no album right. sort of followed it. So I wanted to speak to that and sort of in this new format. You yeah, know yeah. It, it, it's the perfect opportunity to do so. It's true. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's... um. It's all about uh, uh, just a little short, digestible. I mean, it's perfect. I pair yeah. up with the producer. We do five, seven yeah. joints, and then it's done. And we have, you know. And you have the thing. I yeah, know. you got a thing. It is, yeah, it is really nice that that seems to be a viable business model yeah. right now. Yeah. Yeah. I, hope, I hope it stays this way. Yeah, me too. Yeah. We got, you know, we're putting out music like ar around the film so right. it's and so you know we're we're making new music that is inspired by the film also mm -hmm. there's like so much music in the film but yeah it really is. we wanted to do like new stuff and it's you know it was a, it was a decision like oh let's do it in three shorter parts mm -hmm, you know let's mm -hmm. do a Colin EP let's do a Miles EP let's do a blind spotting EP you know where uh where where you guys uh lived in, in the film is that like your, is that your actual neighborhood yeah yeah I mean we shot mostly in West Oakland which okay. uh, when we were doing the early parts of the writing of this film Rafa and I were both in the we, we were in the same spot with my brother and one of my old friends in West Oakland oh nice so like we were, we were very close we shot most of it like real close to where we used to live but I've lived like all over Oakland and the East Bay um, and I think we got a lot a lot of images of of Oakland and of various different parts and mm -hmm. I think we're able to show off a lot of parts of it but the it, you know I always want more I always like right. cuz you know the DPs didn't get showed off in yeah, there at exactly. all like like there are spots, some of the really beautiful spots in the hills, because it's not part of the story. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, like I mean, didn't, we didn't get to that. There's millions a, of stories to be told yeah. from you know from that from the town. So yeah. um, 
It just yeah. gives you an opportunity, like, you know, to make your next story, yeah. like, from there. Yeah. And to not take 10 years to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll try <laughs> I, to... I feel like now you got the ball rolling, we'll though, so, you know... We'll faster next yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I feel like, you know, Team team David will, will, will execute <laughs> things, you know, in a more timely fashion Ooh, now. We do. The team is so serious, man. How, like, I don't... I didn't... Um... Like, dude, like, you talk like you're from the... Like, you, you like, that was that was Bootsy Collins a little bit, like, the yeah. team is so serious, man. <laughs> it's like, yeah, those little inflections and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some jazzy dudes, man. We do. Yeah, I mean that's the. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a pretty specific accent. That's why I was so I was really proud of like Janina and Jasmine and the folks in the no, field who yeah. weren't from there. Yeah. Like Jasmine, if you know Jasmine oh, yeah, outside I, the I shit, I didn't know that she wasn't. From, I thought she was from Oakland. Yeah, yeah, no, she's from Brooklyn, oh, super from Brooklyn. So like when I when we watched that movie, and like she has that one part where where her and uh, her and Miles are. They're like doing the celebration party for Collins, yeah. Frida, but Collins sitting over talking to to their son. Yeah, and uh, she turns around, she say, "Colin, you finna smoke with your friend here?" Right? Yeah, yeah. She did that take, and me and Rafa <laughs> fell out. We were like, "Who are you?" Right. Like, and also, you know, I have this. We obviously growing up, there have this particular affinity for 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 women from Oakland and, yeah. and like she sounded so Oakland we were just like yeah. Jasmine you have to stop there's all kinds of problems right here I'm oh, a little crazy. too <laughs> turned on to finish shooting this scene right now you finna smoke with a friend here <laughs> come on that hard R there's like nothing yeah. more sexy than that which, to be. <laughs> you know what which also that's something that stood out for me with the dude who was the Uber driver yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Cause I was, I said, there's no way, dude, is from the Bay. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Cause yeah, he didn't yeah. do that hard R. Yeah, yeah. When he went up into that, uh, when he was talking about the 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 visor, yeah, he said, yeah, then the visor. The, yeah, I yeah. said, yo, he's from the South. Yeah, he, no person from the Bay would have said up he there. He is actually from the South, and, yeah. and, and it's, that's good that you caught that. Let's not broadcast that too. I know, big. But I know, no, no, right? but but there is also like I think it, it was that part was was a difficult one to cast, and energetically he got it like right yeah, on. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. And and he uh, sure did. And he's he's such a great actor and there's also like so much the south and the bay have always spoken to each other so much i yeah, mean yeah, all, all of you know my whole family if you trace them back far enough is is louisiana and new orleans yeah. and that's like yeah there was a western migration at the same time or yeah. at a different time than the northern migration really yeah. but oakland was the port you know that was the end of the line so there were jobs yep. unloading trains and that's that's the that real thing crazy, that brought people man. out there but it was crazy like i remember when when katrina happened and because so many people in New Orleans have family in the Bay, like we got this huge influx of folks from from New Orleans and from yeah and from Louisiana. Yeah, I can imagine. Like schools, I remember Kennedy High School in Richmond, like took on like hundreds of new students at that wow. point because they were all, all of these displaced folks from New Orleans. Yeah, yeah that's crazy, man. Yeah. But yeah, dude, is he's he's a really good actor, and um, it was hilarious. Like the reveal when you saw how big those tires were. It's like, <laughs> oh man, that was so funny. The scraper. It was just good. Yeah, man. Yeah. What's uh? You know, you told me a while ago that you were trying to do more acting. Was that? Was that? Oh man? yeah, yeah. I um, you know, I'm trying to do more acting. Just weighing out my options. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, it's it's tricky. Like here. Yeah. With the amount of time I'm sort of able to take off so I want to like pick and choose just the perfect project especially I, if it's yeah. something that is going to have me missing you know any time away from uh, the day job yeah yeah but I, yeah I uh you know I was doing blackish yep. and uh the the last season I did Anthony Anderson I talked to him at the end of the season I was like did you because he he was telling me about all these other shows he had coming out right, and I was right. like when exactly how did you do that he was like oh I worked on every hiatus 
Yeah. Every hiatus that we got, I, I worked on another show. Like that's, I hosted that's, that's, that's a sort of game what we, show. What like, we do I know here. it must be. I yeah. don't think I can build for that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, th- we've also always sort of worked at this pace. Right. Yeah. And that's right. Th- I, we're also super competitive. And you know yeah. what I mean? Like when I see, you know, Amir, when I see Quest, yeah. just, you know, doing so, like never sleeping. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and getting further, it's just, uh, it's super, it's inspiring. You know what yeah. I mean? Because it's like, yo, I, I like, I want to rise to that challenge. You know what I'm that's, saying? That's so hip hop. But yeah, we, we get eight <laughs> weeks off in a year that's from here. That's crazy. Of which, you know, we tour for seven. Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> and you're trying to do more acting. Yeah, so. yeah, I mean, you know, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to do it all, man. That's Why not? So dope. Why not? Strike while the iron is relatively warm. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you, but can I like on a on a personal level, like, because I'm trying to figure it out, like, because you have family, you have like, yeah, you know, yeah. you have like, how do you do that? How do you manage all of it? Because I, you know, like. My girl right now is shooting a, a TV show in Toronto, okay. and I've been on the road the whole time. And like, yeah. you know, we we see each other. We have a two week rule that we've instituted. So if okay. we, you know, if it gets towards two weeks, someone's gonna have to take an overnight trip somewhere. Okay, okay. Here's it. I'm about to as soon as my press tour finishes, I start shooting in Vancouver. And oh wow! We, yeah, we just like we're trying to move into. We just bought a house. Like I know, you know what I'm saying? Like yep, crazy yep. stuff that I won't see for six months, kind of thing. Like I don't. And I'm I I just how do you keep something like that up it I mean, feels yeah, unsustainable that, right now it's, it's it's not sustainable forever but yeah. you know like you're young you know what i'm saying Ish. like you you young I look younger than yeah, i but am it, so it be, it's all about how, how young you look yeah. you know what i mean so you know yeah. i don't see no grays you popping you know what stay in there, and um yeah you sort of just make the most out of it like what this like having a steady sort of day job here yeah. has afforded me is you know almost an equal amount of time at home. Yeah. Because you know I wake up in the morning. Some days I don't have to be in here until uh, you know mid to late afternoon. Yeah, that's so great. I get time at home, and then uh, I'm here for a couple hours, and I'm I'm back home. Crazy. You know. So uh, before tonight's show, we were on the road for at least two hundred days a year. Yeah. So it was uh, it was different. Yeah. You know what I mean. That's nice. Is that is that like one of, for all of y'all? I imagine is that a big reason that you want that this gig was interesting to you, or was this just the logical evolution? Nope. I remember like the huge deal when y'all yeah. did this, and we were I, I was I mean we were all like, what? I know, right? That's unheard of. It was uh, it was what like that was definitely one of the reasons, um, just like that you know sort of sort of n- normalcy that yeah. that that would come of it, but um, it was also just that time. It was uh, again, it was a time kind of like now when everything was changing, yeah. and you know. Down, people downloading music was like the new wave, yeah, yeah. and um, the way we were selling tickets to, to shows it was was changing, and you know CDs were on the way out. It was just like the whole standard was evolving into something different, yeah. and uh, uh, we were a little uncertain. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like we were making like the best money that we had made up to date at that time. Right. I guess in two thousand seven, two thousand eight or yeah. so, and um, we sort of felt that you know about the change. We felt you know that we were on on the verge of of something. Uh, that was the unknown, you know what I mean? Right. So um, this opportunity presented itself, and at first it, it was we laughed it off. Yeah, yeah. and um, <laughs> Jimmy didn't go away. <laughs> and then you know, like yeah, we 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 became really good friends, and and you know, developed uh, a, 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 the sort of rapport where there's trust, and it was like okay, like we were more willing to sort of uh, take the leap. Yeah, yeah, but it was it was definitely a leap of faith because we felt like uh you know our diehard fans like people like you in the Bay yeah, yeah. would be like what the fuck like you know what I mean super yeah. you know um 
is, and, and some of our more militant fans, you know what I mean? I felt like, yeah. uh, me personally, I dealt with the whole, are people going to feel like this is a sellout? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even though, like, there was no precedent, there had been no right. band that done it before, um, and still continue to, you know, record and put out new music. So, um, yeah, like, just not knowing how, how that would be received was, uh, you know, it, it was a little stressful, yeah. a little bit. But once we started putting out uh, new albums, and we put out, I think the first thing we put out uh, working here was How I Got Over. Yeah, which was, like, the most high-concept one to date, I yeah, think. Yeah, exactly. Which is like, so, oh, y'all, yeah. You know, I, we figured out a way to balance it out. You yeah. know what I mean? We started doing these highly conceptual albums, yeah, and, yeah. and um, we started doing music that, we're putting out, you know, records that in our mind was as short as an album could be. Right. And that at the time it was like, you know, 48 minutes or yeah, so, yeah. like, you know, like between 30 and 50 minute right. joints. But that's three albums now. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good. I think it's good. <laughs> yeah. It's all it's all good, man. Yeah, man. Seriously. Shoot. So what's what's next though? Uh, well, this show I'm shooting this show Snowpiercer for TNT. Oh, okay. So that's that's why I go up to Vancouver. Uh in a, in a little bit and then what else I shot a film called Velvet Buzzsaw oh, wow. for Netflix it's like a, a Dan Gilroy uh, directed like really out there sort of horror film with um, it was so many dope people in that movie Jake Gyllenhaal was in it oh, for real? Uh, Tony Collette uh, John Malkovich. Wow. I, I don't want to, I don't know when this comes out. I don't want to ruin this scene, but I literally, if, if anybody sees it, because <laughs> I don't know how, if, if anybody sees anything anymore, there's, I don't, there's no way to track anything on Netflix, right? but like, uh, but if, um, like there's this one scene that I, when I read it in the script, it was sort of the reason I said yes, sir. there's this one scene with no dialogue with John Malkovich where I was just like, Oh, that's, I, I get to do that with John. Hell yeah. like, <laughs> that's crazy. Hell yeah. And then like, and then, you know, just so much of my process, I didn't go to, I didn't go to grad school, you know, like I, I, I had a, a theater undergrad degree, Oh wow! but, and I, I remember sort of graduating and, and sort of half of my advisors and stuff and being like, you got to go to, you got to go to grad school. You'll uh -huh. get into any grad school you want, free ride. Like, go, go, you got to go. And you, it's, it's a necessary part of your development. The other half being like, they ain't got nothing for yeah, you, exactly. man. What you do isn't what they do. Yeah, it's going to be inapplicable. And I, I chose to listen to those people and, and not go. But so much of my process, I think, has been watching. It's been right. like working with people who I really admire and just watching right, right. them. You know, the same way I've learned how to write rap music, right? Listening yep. to people who I really admire, like yourself, and just like uh, copying y'all until I learned the thing and then figuring out what made that what, how I can make that mine, you know. Right, so, right. Uh, but so with all those folks in this in this film, like getting to just hang out on set with them, and like John Malkovich in between takes is watching YouTube video, like funny YouTube videos, just like doing people being shit. like kicked yeah. in the dick on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Like just uh -huh. like oh, you're a regular ass dude. You know, Yo, you know, funny. <laughs> You brought up John Malkovich, and it made me think of being John Malkovich yeah. in the film. Love that and it made me think of like my bro, who's my acting coach and one of my favorite actors, who's in Blind Spotting. What? Kevin Carroll. 
Oh shoot, that's yeah, your acting yeah, code. that's my acting code. That dude's a beast. Yeah, Good Kevin. Choice. Kevin is like my like all, he's as close to my blood brother <laughs> as he could be without sharing blood. I had no <laughs> idea. So, um, in, being John Malkovich, the first time they go into John Malkovich's head, yeah, yeah, when like he's in that in the back of that taxi, yeah, Kevin turns around and he's like, "Yo, you remind me of somebody." Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Oh wow, that's crazy!" Like, it all, and I had no idea he was in that movie, oh, and it was one God. of my favorite joints. But I watched it recently, yeah, and I lost it like. Oh shit, this Kevin Girl. That's such a trick. And I did the same thing in Blastbot because he didn't tell me he was doing it. And then he comes out and it's like he's he's so still. He's just a really good, a solid, solid character guy. He's brilliant. You know, that I don't scene. I don't even do an audition without at least sending it to him. Yeah, yeah. And you know, having him give me notes on it. You know he's brilliant. He really yeah. is. And that and also like that when the shooting that scene was like it was so late. We were so far behind. And we're in this, we shot that in this, the thing that was the interior of Collins. Halfway house right, that he right. lived in actually historically is like a famous crack house. Oh, <laughs> that what, like <laughs> what's a, what's a famous crack? Like house? just like, like if you from there, it's and it's not anymore. It's been cleared like, out. Yo, this and is like, crack house from like, Jack City, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but like for Oakland, like it was the one like you walk by it and the door was always open oh, and it wow. was always like you know you just knew what was happening. There was this bit. It's a big building with lots of rooms in it. For a Damn. while, nobody was really taking care of it, and it was just where people would go to smoke crack. You know, wow. like so, and it's right there on on Grand Avenue. Damn. And and now it is, I don't know what it is. I mean, it's it's kind of like SRO, like residential mm-hmm, hotel kind of mm-hmm. situation, I think. Um, they cleaned it up a little bit. But uh, but yeah, we were shooting <laughs> in there and bit. I was like, you know, we hadn't, I hadn't been living in the town in a while. And so I've, I've been in and out. And when they showed me the location, I was like, we're shooting inside there. <laughs> right. Like the, the place my mom wouldn't <laughs> let me walk past. Exactly. You know what yeah, yeah. <laughs> like when I had to, place I had to cross the street <laughs> when I was walking home. Like that's, 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 that's we shoot inside. Circle. I want to see the inside of this place. Sure. Uh, but yeah, and it was, it was super late and Kevin was, uh, you know just like such such a pro about it and that's and when you have to shoot those things so fast yeah. you really need the takes to work and he just killed it and there's so much that part for those who ain't seen I mean he's playing like the guy the probation officer essentially mm-hmm. who's running the halfway house who Colin has to report to every day and you know uh, and he only has one scene really and then you yeah. hear his voice in another one but in that scene he has to impart so many things in such a short amount of time yeah. all of the the sort of uh, strictness and all of the sort of adherence to rules that he's preaching, exactly. but also like this subtle kind of love and like desire for Colin to be okay. He's really yep. like a father figure who's not much older than Colin is, you know, yeah. just by virtue of his job. And uh, no, I, I love that scene. Believe like, Kevin did so much work for that, like on that character. It's yeah. like he does, he creates such a backstory. I mean, it's incredible, like, to see him working, you know, on an audition and, and knowing that it's only going to be eight lines. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he's he sort of impressed that upon me yeah, yeah, as yeah. an actor, too, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm not, I don't get that many offers as, for the lead role. Yeah, yeah, So it's like, how do I steal a scene? You know what I mean? Yeah, he's, yeah. he's an expert at that. Yeah, that, you know, uh, Ethan Embry, who played the, the police officer mm-hmm. in our film, he has six words in the whole film, right? Right, yeah. And everybody mentions him after the film's performance is so, like, haunting, kind of. I and, mean, uh, it really was, he didn't have to say anything. I like, know. when you got were in the crib like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he and he would call but here's the you know we we asked him to do it like pretty early on he has a good relationship with our producers and they thought he would be good for it and we were fans of his and and 
he said he would love to do it. And then he would call us like every day being like, all right, I just read this autobiography from this police officer. I want to run some ideas by you. You right. know yeah. We were like, all right. And he's yeah. just like really diving in, you know, and, be, and like we would have, we literally had conversations almost every day of the pre-production process where he was getting into this character and we just like, That's, yeah. to dive into six words yeah. like that, like I was like, oh, there are actors and there are actors. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Respect the process. Yeah. But I mean, it shows. You know yeah. what I'm saying? In the, in the end, it shows. Yeah. So... Yeah, you know, yeah. Congratulations again, bro. To you too, man. It's really like I, you know, I've I've been watching for so long, but I plan to, I plan to continue watching because because I always every time every time I listen to something or see you make another move, I feel like I I, I learn more. So uh, thanks thank for you, always man. showing us how to do it. Bro. No, thank you. We there's so much um like happening too, but I don't know. Like I don't think I can talk about anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm in the same boat with a lot of that stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But yeah, man, love is love, dog. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Mutual love and respect, and like I mean, I told Raf, uh, like I spoke to everybody that night except for you because you yeah, were yeah. you know just dumb busy. But um, I, I had a long talk with Renee and her yeah, husband, yeah, and yeah. I was chopping up with everybody. But um, yeah, I told Raf, uh, I feel like he's I already knew like you were amazing, and I knew Janina was amazing, yeah, but yeah. that he totally just like took me by surprise. And yeah. It was like he's like on some breakout. Just like he, it was brilliant. I think his performance yeah. was brilliant. You I, know what I mean? totally agree. It's great when that happens to your friends. And it was when like, you know, you know, it, you know, I also feel like it's. He wasn't playing himself. No, you know not what I even mean? close. You yeah, know? I mean, was, but close, but not even close. I know yeah, that like, side you know of Rafa, but like, you know. it was—it was—it was just—it was—it was something. It's definitely something special, man. Yeah, so, no, he's—he's you know. he's incredible, and that's—you know—that's. I mean, you've been with the crew for the long for a long time, so you yeah. must have some of this too. But like, when somebody in the squad gets attention that's why I'm so happy it's finally coming out and yeah, when, as people exactly. start to write about his performance and all that stuff like just when somebody starts getting recognition for something you knew was there the whole yeah, time yeah. and you just like took y'all long enough you yeah. know what I'm saying yeah, like I've been like waiting all, all, all my boys like yeah in December when that freestyle hit and people were yeah. like oh my god yo this person retweeted <laughs> it and this yeah. person you know oh my god yo black thought now you know and yo all my friends were mad like that shit ain't nothing new, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, oh y'all, well that. yeah, you been on it. Oh, you just you, well you just getting on to it, huh? Why? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? yeah, that's 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 for sure how I feel about about Rafa. And as an actor too, you know, like uh, the people who know him, he's always been most known for his deaf poetry yeah, work. Yeah. And so like, you know, but I've known, we've been doing this kind of stuff, like even in smaller versions, little web series or whatever mm -hmm. that we've done together for so long. Like I've known he's such a phenomenal, like transformative, really actually yeah, transformative exactly. actor, you know, yep. something that a lot of people That's can't do. That's the best do. way to describe it. Yeah. And he's, uh, so it's, it's great people seeing see that. And he always says the same, he like said the same thing to everybody when I wanted Tony. He was like, yeah. That's what we've been telling yeah. you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, so. Dude, man, well, this, this has been good. It's been really fun. We got it. Bruh, honor talking to you. No, man. Honor, pleasure. Congratulations on everything. David Diggs, Black Thought, thank you so much for taking just a little bit more time away from your families and lives to join us here on TalkHouse Podcast. It was worth it. <laughs> Those guys are incredible. And thank you to our friends at NBC for hosting us. Yes, Fallon, shouts. For some very cool backstage pictures and videos, make sure to hit us up on our socials, at TalkHouse on Twitter, Insta, Facebook, and YouTube. Of course, where you can find exclusive live episodes recorded at the Sonos Store. Like many of those, today's episode is recorded and co-produced by Mark, the new Papa Yoshizumi. If you like this episode, go find us on Stitcher, on iTunes, subscribe, 
become our best friend, rate, review, all that stuff. And of course, go find past episodes with people like Questlove and Boots Riley, all kinds of awesome people. Listeners, over the next few weeks here on the TalkHouse podcast, you're going to be hearing conversations between some of our favorite artists of Pitchfork Music Festival 2018. Smash that subscribe button. Smash it. Nick, I'll see you when the dust settles on Pitchfork Fest, man. Have a great time, dude. All right, till then. <laughs>